0: O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's dot com with promo code Andy. In the words of Melania Trump, when life hands you lemons, put nine in a bowl.
1: Rub-a-dub-dub, three men in a tub, and who do you think they'd be? The cooker, the baker, and Jim Edmonds, the candlestick maker. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's the butcher, not the cooker. <laughs> oh, shit. Hi, guys. the Andy's Girls. It's Andy's Girls. I don't
0: understand what you thought. Rub-a-dub-dub, three
1: men in a tub, and who do you think they'd be? The butcher, the baker, and Jim Edmonds, the candlestick maker. That oh was my, my joke. Oh, my
0: God. I'm so... <laughs> Sarah's <laughs> horrified.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to episode 16 of Andy's Girl. I'm Dinian. This is Sarah.
0: I'm Sarah. I'm a little drunk. We're, we're
1: drinking um manzotinis. This is um in honor of <laughs> Rest in Peace, Carolyn Manzo. It's an orange. Sarah, describe your drink that you it made. It
0: is so good. It's just a Google away. So it's an Aperol spritzer. Guys, I'm like a famous bartender now. So what you do is you buy the cheapest dry Prosecco. You can get your grubby little paws on. And then you do, I forget. Um, I've had three. You do like some Prosecco. Then you add Aperol, which is an Italian liqueur. Oh, thank you. Right? Then you top with some club soda, some seltzer. Oh, you start with a fresh um, orange slice and some ice. And then you just have a little party. You just drink it. You drink several of them.
1: We're, we're calling it the Carolyn man or the Manzatini, if you will because um, we're just uh, well it's Italian it's orange like Carolyn's um, hair sometimes is Caroline I'm sorry Caroline and potato uh, potato and Scalia. So we miss her so we needed to ingest her Do we miss her Oh 100% I miss her every day She's my one she's in my top five favorite housewives
0: Wait, do you watch her spin-off?
1: I don't care about it I don't care about any of the half hour shows they're just dumb
0: Is it a half hour? yes. I did like when Lauren got married, and they I stopped at a White Castle. I wanted just like I wanted had, like, all the housewives food.
1: to be at the wedding, and it was like I get it; she's not close with them, but I like needed it to just be. I need everything to be canon and to be part of like every like everyone needs to be connected to everyone's real life, and I know that that's not the way it is. Into it, um, so I didn't care. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with everyone, all of our listeners. Oh my and god, you know, honesty! Um, that I just didn't think this week's episodes were that strong overall. I didn't care a lot about OC. I didn't care a lot about Jersey. And I thought, I guess I cared most about New York, but didn't care that much either. I thought it was, New York is getting, um, I don't want to. Weird. I don't know. I just think it's, yeah, we'll get there when we get to New York. I guess let's, um are we starting with New York? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, rehearsed, guys.
0: Wait, how many drinks have you had? I'm on my third.
1: I did have a drink after work with coworkers. Thank um, God. Okay,
0: great. Two.
1: So, yeah, we're about hey, to Hey,
0: Basel! What kind of drink did you have? Oh,
1: my God. I wanted, didn't want a vodka soda. I really wanted a glass of wine. Um, I think wine. vodka soda is like the but
0: worst But I was, drink. and
1: I wouldn't have gotten a glass of wine at the bar I went to, so I had I asked for a vodka soda with, like, a splash of lemonade, and they were like, I don't have that. And then I was like, okay, can I just a splash, of, like, Sprite? And I know that's really gross, but I just didn't want to drink vodka soda. But, like, I do. It because like, calories.
0: <laughs> can like, a I gin just- and
1: tonic is what I would drink if I was just drinking, to, like, to be myself.
0: Can I just tell our listeners that you and I were at a baby shower relatively recently with, like, a lovely bar. It's, like, very, like, Broadway stars and all those sure, people. Sure, Yeah. And I went, I, like, ambled over to the bar, and I was like, hey, can I just get a a glass of your house Prosecco? And the bartender looked at me and was like, where the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, I mean... We were at, like, a Hell's Kitchen. It was, like, like a
1: pub. I mean, it was... Well, it was perfectly cute. nice. Oh my god, it was yeah. adorable. But it was but a pub. Was, so, like, right. they weren't really accustomed to, like, having, she like. was
0: like, There was that moment where she was, like, thinking to herself, what is. I mean, potato? I actually
1: drank rose there, so.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so,
1: like, it wasn't that unusual, but, like, I drank rose, so she didn't think that was that strange.
0: I, like, it really takes me a second to think of other options after Prosecco or Champs, because I'm so u- not used to drinking anything else but something with Prosecco or Champs in it.
1: Do you just want to talk about drinking rather than. Yeah, never...
0: let's do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Guys, I really highly encourage that you make yourself a manzotini because it looks so pretty it's gorgeous did you instagram it sarah i did instagram it for
1: the fall i did
0: hashtag spritz with her in honor of our political climate but i will 100 percent tweet it
1: um so okay so new york this week i thought new york was a little bit um i think that new york has kind of um, plateaued a little bit i think that the here's a couple things i think the berkshires was uh so good It was great. I mean, it was great television. I felt horrified by it. And then I just don't think that the show has been able to find the momentum since then. I think that it's really interesting. I think that Dorinda has really just done, like, I'm just really into her as a housewife. I'm also into her as a person because I think that this show could have been, this season could have been really the Dorinda show. And I think that for her real life, she decided to stop bringing John around when the cameras were rolling. And I think that that, says something about her like character. I mean, I don't know her, but I think that the show really did a 180 because like they really were vilifying John. He seemed terrible. He was part of everybody's mess, and then he's not now. And I think that that says something about her character that she was like, you know what? I'm not going to make this a storyline. So like, you just need to not come around that much. However, since she did that,
0: right, it became like the Carol and Bethany show,
1: which is like not interesting because, like, they're sort of trying... I think that they're manipulating production or they're just refusing to film with some of the ladies. I don't know. I'm just bored and, like, I don't care and...
0: Do you think it's the Bethany and Carol show or do you think it's the Jules v. Bethany... I mean, that's only been, like, Carol like an is, like, a character witness show. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's only been on episode, though. Like. It feels though. like we're, like, on trial I honestly the feel like... are spl- The viewers are split.
1: I feel like the only thing that... I feel like the Jules actually, like called out what was happening, though, which was, like, somebody needed to do that, which was that the, these two people are sort of driving things and they're, like, sort of putting a split in the cast. I mean, Carolyn and... I'm sorry, Sonia and Luanne have not been in that many episodes. And I don't know, like, if that was... Be- if their contracts were dictated by production or production... Yes, like, I don't know first. how things happened. Right. But they are not on the show that much, and it's annoying. Like, why even put them in the credits as main housewives? I don't want to, like... Bethany and Sonia's I'm sorry, Sonia and Luann's storylines are more interesting than what Carol has going on, regardless of how I feel about Carol. Like, there's more to to say about what's going on with Countess than there's about Carol.
0: Okay, so before we talk about Jules, can we talk about that scene with Carol and Adam? Because it was the fucking strangest thing I've ever seen in my entire life, when it comes down to scenes with Carol and Adam, and like, thank God there wasn't like a radicchio sushi roll or whatever the fuck he normally I, makes. But them talking about having, like, essentially a publishing post-snap, that's essentially what they were doing, like... If they are if they just if they're dating now and not working well together, so they're thinking, Okay, but what if the book gets sold? How will it work if we're no longer dating? So then they're talking about how will we work together if we're no longer dating, but have a book coming out and it's like, guys, if you're dating right now and you sort of suck working together, why on earth would you think it would get better if your exes and why are you talking about that? They're talking day? about it
1: because it's all controlled. Like it's all and maybe everybody's life is controlled. I just feel like that is, like, it's not real. They're just protecting themselves so that they're not together when the, sh- the book comes out. They're, like, they're letting America know to, like, still buy the book because we're still going to do tours. Like, it's so gross to me. Like, like... I think like, they were
0: talking about it because they might break up. It felt really unhealthy to me from, like, a relationship I think that it, perspective. I
1: just felt like it was all 100%, like, a weird stage thing so that, like... They were trying to, like, it was like a PR move. I was so sick well, to me. Well, he
0: seemed super confused by all of it. I felt
1: like she was the one who was leading it to, and that was what, like, that felt weirder to me, because she was like, let's rank our relationship oh, one, God. two, ten, or whatever she said. She ten, was one, two, eight. eight,
0: and then he waited a good three seconds and was like, ten. I mean, like, I
1: thought it was kind of, I was sort of, like, charmed by him in that maybe. Like, I don't, I don't think their relationship is fake. I just don't care, and I think that that whole scene felt really, like, for television so that they'll be able to sell their book. Like, so that people will buy their book, rather. I'm sure they sold it. But, like, people will buy it. And they're like, "Well, still different If we're not together, like, even if she reveals at the reunion that they went their separate ways, at least they'll be able to keep doing book tours because they said it on the show and, like, they're going to stay friends. And I was just like, I don't believe this it doesn't feel like re- it, it doesn't it didn't feel like real, feel life. real it
0: didn't make sense though and Adam was talking about like how it doesn't matter if they're together because their narrative doesn't matter to the book and it's like boo boo do you know what a book is do you know what it contains well, it's like a, cookbook, a so story it's but a- then it also it's like listen if it wasn't in some way about the relationship no one would give a shit this well, is just like a guy a show, no right 100% she wouldn't be <laughs> she wouldn't be Pitching it to begin with. Damien is cleaning. There's a hair. The table. I wish it was inside of your drink right Sorry. Um, there was a hair them. stuck
1: on the table. White anyway.
0: liqueur. Um, Lambert, not liqueur. Um, so that was weird. I uh,
1: Yeah, I didn't like that.
0: What did you think about Bethany and her assistant having an intervention about the bleeding? Yeah. And going I mean, to Aspen, which seems like a really fucking terrible idea. And even if she's still talking to like... The blonde non doctor who is telling you that going to Aspen is just, a good two idea. Two
1: things. First of all, one, I'm confused about why the stakes are so high with Bethany's like ailment. Yet, like one, she's not doing anything about it, right? And two, pills. she's obviously fine because she hasn't died and she we haven't heard about it in the news. So, like, why? Like, I don't understand why this is such a prolonged thing on the show. Two, I felt like I in the previews they made it seem like her assistant was getting real with her, but in the actual episode, it. T- you- Yeah, sorry. To me, it just felt like production told her to, like, that they felt like that they needed to have a conversation on camera about, like, (gasps) her warning, like, Bethany, that, like, of the risks of this because that's the conscience of the audience. Like, the audience needs somebody to say to Bethany, like, you're not well, you shouldn't take your daughter this, but we'll support you whatever you do because we're your employees. And it felt like they made that conversation happen on camera just, like, because the assistant was like, I just want to let you know we don't feel like this is a great idea, but we'll support it either way. And I was like, okay, that seems super genuine. <laughs> that's cool.
0: Or maybe she also knows that Bethany doesn't really give a shit what anyone else says. Well, she I mean, sort of and also, her. like,
1: that's also why it meant nothing, because, like, the way they they set it up in the sneak peek was that, like, Bethany it was like, you know, we don't think this is a good idea. And then it was like, it was slowed down. And then in the the real episode it was like, we don't think this is a good idea. And Bethany was like, I'm taking her. I already promised her. And I was like, you're okay. She just (laughs) doesn't slow down. Which is also
0: like terrible parenting because isn't the better parenting um, style to be like, Sweetie, I know we had a trip planned, but mommy is sick. Things happen. I know you're disappointed, but that's also life. And we will go in the future when I'm better. As opposed to like, oh, I don't want to disappoint her because I'm going through this terrible well, divorce. Yeah, I mean, I, that's then, what I was
1: going to say. Like, to play devil's advocate, you know, she is going through this, this incredibly messy divorce, which is now over. This, right. This is as of
0: this week, four years. Breaking
1: news. Breaking
0: news. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah, so like maybe, you know, to play devil's advocate, I suppose she felt... I don't know what that's like, you know. I don't know what it's like to like have to co-parent, co-parent with someone that you like don't want to be around. I
0: mean, I guess that's why you have thirty-five million dollars, though, right? Like, doesn't mm. that help her at night? Like, can I don't she know. like sleep with some dollar bills?
1: Um. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I I just didn't. I wasn't. I don't know. It felt like there was a lot of um, chapters to take. A phrase that Carol and Adam are super used to at this point in their really business mm-hmm. arrangement. Um, It felt like there were really separate chapters this week in New York that weren't entirely connected. Like Jules being mad at Bethany for making her look like a sick patient, which she said, which I didn't entirely understand. And then saying she says she doesn't want to be mocked, which I do understand. And then saying someone with an eating disorder history shouldn't be a dick, which I understand saying. And then completely fucking up me siding with her by doing that really weird peeing and pooping expert thing at the end which was like so new money where she says openly on camera several times i paid this stranger wait
1: what how does that have anything to do with her you taking her side in the in the people being
0: i was feeling i felt like connected to her in the chapter of her like it's
1: funny though i thought it was funny i think that like I thought... I of up being won over won over by Joel because I feel like she's at this point because of her incredibly like sad and raw illness. Yeah, or... and that she's
0: still like finding moments of joy. Well, I guess that's kooky.
1: one. Like, she's kind of kooky and goofy. I don't know that I like. She's not smart or witty, but she's like goofy right. and silly, which I appreciate. But also, like, I just feel like because she's new to the process of being on television, she, yeah. she's the only one who's actually like living the reality, and I think that. Like, Luann is so, so hyper-aware of, like, how she's coming across. So is Ramona. Sonia is... doesn't have a story anymore.
0: But is at least communicating effectively yes, when she is yes. over.
1: And Bethany and Carol are being really conscious of what they show and don't show. Right. So, like, nobody's giving you any... like.
0: That's true. I
1: think that, like, that's something I realized, like... I would be more into Jewel if she was quippy like Bethany or quippy yeah, or like or like not sassy her, like Ramona but right. that's not her, that's natural, not her and right. they've also been doing it for like seven years I don't know that Jewels will ever get there but like they've also been doing it for a long time but she to me like I don't feel emotionally invested in her but I do appreciate that she's on a reality show and like living a reality and I think that like these all that's like the whole Bethany argument is just like, like what she said is like this woman has a brand about being skinny and she claims to be someone who knows what it's like to, to live with somebody who has eating disorder you wouldn't act like that and it's like that's actually 100% a factual statement and I think that Bethany's argument would be like we're on tv you have to talk about it it's like sure but not that way but you created a moment and I just feel like this reunion is going to be really interesting because I don't think it's been a great season for Bethany or Carol and I'm going to be interested to see how they sort of like use semantics to get themselves out of it because I think it's going to be a lot of like we're smarter than the rest of these women. Here's why, and I think that that's going to be interesting because I think that they both haven't been sued. like Brian Moylan. I'm I don't like friend I don't friend
0: to the podcast.
1: I, yeah, friend to the podcast, and I don't really like pulling like I don't ever try to read other things about the housewives now that we do the podcast until after that we record. We but, don't want to
0: distort the so, well, but, but
1: I wanted I read his podcast. I mean his re, his recap for Vulture um, from two episodes ago. Okay, and I thought something really a really salient point he made was that. You know, Bethany, that Jules sort of called Bethany out on being mean, which is not, at, at and her sense of humor coming at other people's expenses, which I, he did not argue with, but he's also said, like, he's often the first person to laugh. But he also said that, like, that's always been Bethany's thing, but now that, like, it used to be, like, she was cracking jokes as, like, the poor single housewife at right. Luann's expense. But now that she's, like, the richest and most famous of the New York housewives, it's sort of like, that's not funny anymore because you're just being mean to like a woman who is her first season she's 34 she's going through a divorce she has an incredibly debilitating eating disorder and it's like you're rich you don't really need this show you're making the most money you're you have like household name recognition probably on both coasts and in middle America and you're just being mean because it's like that's your sense of humor but like you're kind of not coming across a good anymore well
0: it was always the story of like the girl who was trying to live her life and make it work and was searching for something and was struggling i mean that was the thing with bethany that she was really that scrappy fighter right she didn't have a relationship she wanted to have a baby she wanted to find love she wanted to be able to pay the rent yeah. but she said she would you know when she started like going to skinny girl appearances or bethany bakes appearances she was like i couldn't afford a taxi i would take a subway with all of my shit. she couldn't afford it And now she's in this huge power position, and her humor has churned and become extremely sharp. And that's what Jules has fought back against in saying, like, it's not even that you're funny now, it's that you're mean. And sometimes the the side effect is that you're funny, but it still cuts. And that's what I struggle with as a Bethany fan, because I'm like, she's so smart, why is she not understanding the way that she's coming to, across as a human person aside from the show. Cause I don't think this, that part of her is made for the show. I think she is, I don't think she, she can, can be on be the cool. show anymore.
1: I think it just came to the realization right now. I don't think she can
0: either. Because you're breaking I think, my heart, Damien. Cause I don't think, my heart. I don't
1: think she's, she thinks she's better than these women, which is why Nene can't be on the show anymore. And it's why Lisa Vanderpump can't be on these shows because when you think you're better than it, then you can't allow yourself to be part of the process.
0: Kim Zolciak, for example, understood that and left and when hasn't you, returned.
1: When you decide that you are... Carolina
0: Manzo. When
1: you decide you're above it and you and you are too much part of the audience and you're like, I'm just sort of the pawn. Like, Bethany, I think, was for a long time people identified her as the She was the voice chorus. of the audience, honestly. And I she think, really was. She and Heather, did so well. And Heather Thompson joined and I think that, like, she took that spot. And then when Bethany yes. came back, they were like, oh, we can't have both of them. But, like, I think Heather Thompson was better now because I think that she was legit she and Carol had a friendship before the show like she was really in the mix with these women her and Kristen were friends Bethany like I don't doubt that she has like relationships with Ramona and I don't think she I doubt that she has relationships with Carol but like she's a she thinks she's above it she's doing things for television like the Jules thing like I don't think she's a heartless person but like if she was being real in that moment like I don't think she would have said like being around you is a liability I think she'd say like be a human and be like I'm sorry if what I said hurt you
0: even if there were no cameras there
1: yeah, I just feel like she's outgrown the show and she wants it as a vehicle for her brand and for her as a personality, but I think that it's too hard. I think she can't be on this show with these people anymore. But Maybe also, she can get is, a spinoff.
0: How is this helping her brand? Aside from the fact that I see skinny girl paraphernalia everywhere, and I, you know I'm a Bethany super fan. Like, I really am, and it's too, mu- it's too much. Like, when she's holding a tumbler, and there's like... The skinny girl insignia. And I'm thinking, like, we've had so many of it these strengths. It actually doesn't
1: bother me. Like, I never think about it because I think it's about so it all the time now her. because
0: it's too much. I just want her to take a little bit of a break from her skinny girl empire and be Bethany herself again and not too enmeshed in the I'm a bajillion dollar successful businesswoman, which I think is great, but that's not the only part of her and she isn't But impossible. I think that's what she she's,
1: wanted from the show all right. along and she got it. So right. I think
0: she got it so now she's continuing it. Then she knows that when she first came back she really did not do well. She got really hit because she was way 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 too harsh and emotionally unhinged and people were like what the fuck is happening? So I think she took a moment and at the beginning of this season it felt like, I mean I remember saying that to you. And you were like that the, she's the back. The is back. It I was felt like she was back. I know. <laughs> So, jury's out on who is right in that, and it's probably going to be you. But I just, it makes me kind of sad when I think about it, because it's like, what remains? I think that... What, isn't that the name of Carol's book, by the way? Okay, I don't remember, I, don't I don't know. know. You know Neither of us have read it. None None of... We're not... <laughs> we're not reading it, <laughs> ever, ever. ever. We're not
1: readers. 100% we'll never read it. Um, um,
0: but it just makes me kind of sad, because I'm like, well, what's left of her? The bones are there. I mean... The bones are there. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know anything more about it, but... I just kind I of think feel that she sad. wants, she wants,
1: I think that the thing that people might not want to admit about, I think people admit this 100% about Nini. And I'm like, I use Nini and Bethany and Lisa Vanderpump as example. examples because of like, the, they have all sort of, Lisa Vanderpump is not the same level of fame, but like, Nini is like a, a household name. Bethany is a household name. Lisa Vanderpump is very famous and has leveraged restaurants. I think that, um, that they all want to be famous. That well, is a level, like, Bethany, was a businesswoman and then got a talk show. Like, that's not her skill set. And it obviously failed. And then she came back to being on a reality show because she wants to be in the limelight and wants to be famous. It's not just about promoting her brand as much as it is about being on camera and being a personality. You
0: know what the difference is, though? Lisa Vanderpump was already independently wealthy mm-hmm. when she came on The Housewives. NeNe was not. NeNe was financially struggling, masquerading as someone with wealth. Yeah, which what is does like, Craig do? I actually don't know. He's like a failed real estate blah, blah, blah. And they've filed bankruptcy or whatever and he has done a lot of shady dealings and like it's not according it was, to celebrity network legit. she's
1: up to 12 million dollars never
0: now. no maybe 1.2 like honestly it's she does not but she made it she is now a genuine national celebrity she gets job offers for
1: but she'll still come back tough. to atlanta either as a housewife or as a friend of this season just to keep her name right. relevant. And I think that's like a great business move, but as a t- for a television show, it makes it like, have the ladies go see her on Broadway and like that, her her appearance. But like, she can't be in the mix because she doesn't create drama.
0: She's no longer real. And
1: she's no longer real. And I, I think that that's the issue with Bethany is like, she's no longer really real because she's either coming across as really mean and terrible or she's not showing anything of her own life.
0: And I think it's also, not that it's fear, but it's like they have too much at risk. If they really are truly themselves, think about it. it they're already successful, what do they have to lose? But the irony of all of that is because they're not being themselves in the way in which we initially fell in love with them, like what's left, this facade, and then it's so easy to kind of break into and so heartbreaking for those of us who are super fans. I would love to
1: use this as a segue to talk about uh, New Jersey and O.C. actually. Oh, Um, okay. Which is that, like, I think that Teresa Judice or Judice whichever you're feeling. Judy-tay.
0: let's do Judiche today. Uh,
1: okay, let's do Judiche today. Judy-tay. So, Teresa Judiche and Vicky Gumbleson. Um, I don't hate Vicky. I th- I've had moments where I actually like, like her and think she's fun. Teresa, I pretty much think is despicable, but like I know people like her, so I like I get it. I think the two of the two of them are maybe the of the of in the lowest of the low housewives if, that ever existed.
0: You mean like ethically?
1: Yeah, I just think they're both pretty despicable people. Morally. But I think yes, but I think what is interesting about them and like what makes them more better housewives for lack of a better word than say Nanini or Bethany now is that like they are not afraid to show anything to the cameras and I think that that mm. speaks. I do believe this because I think that like they are both disgusting and they don't try to hide that from the cameras.
0: Mm, strongly disagree.
1: Really, I mean, they,
0: neither of them think e- them themselves disgusting. I'm not
1: saying that they th- own that they're disgusting or despicable people. I'm just saying like they don't shy. I mean, Vicky in, uh two weeks ago left her daughter who was ill who came to stay with her left her daughter who came to visit her for help like so she could go to work you're filming that's your job like i'm the business you own is probably going to be fine like walked away and had no thoughts Teresa is a is is actually garbage person Talked about spending cash like talked about basically the fact that they were doing like fraud in the early seasons of new jersey because she's so not bright and so unaware like because i think that I think Teresa is more of a lack of, like, intelligence and emotional intelligence and yeah, yeah, yeah. actual intelligence that, like, she <laughs> um, isn't aware of how she comes across or the things that she's saying, how they might be incriminating. And, like, she doesn't get what she did. We, she, not, she doesn't feel responsible or feel like she's just like, I'm saying something I didn't know. And it's like, well, that's actually, I mean, you're still an adult and you're responsible. Um, Vicky, I think, also, like, doesn't, like, I defended my man on national television for having cancer when he didn't have it. Like, they don't, understand why those things are gross, but I think that that makes them compelling television because they're, like, train wrecks in with facelifts and, you know, like, and statement necklaces. Like, that makes them more interesting to watch than NeNe or Bethany, who are so about what is going to like how they're, they're what their characters coming across as
0: well i think the difference is that bethany and carol understand at least in some small way how they will come across on screen like they have some modicum of self-awareness i don't think and vicky's
1: dumb reason, so i would expect her it's not too. about being
0: dumb it's they they are you can be extremely smart and extremely successful in business and also have a complete lack of self-awareness Like, Vicky goes from zero to a 1,000 nonstop and then will continue to agree with the fact that a 1,000 made sense for some reason. She will stick by it. And I think Teresa's the same way. If you look at how Vicky has responded to her former BFFs and how Teresa was responding with, you know, Jacqueline and Melissa Gorga, I think it's sort of similar in that they're both saying, like, I'm in a very opaque way apologizing for something that I've done. I'm giving you a a, a sort of a blanket apology with many, many, many strings attached. Most importantly, we can never discuss this again. And because I'm interested in moving forward, you will too. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, I honestly watched both episodes and I was like, that's it. Like they make a lot of sense together and that they're both carrying the shows and they're, not their neuroses are carrying the shows, but they're complete inability to see another side and their complete self-absorption and self-centeredness. So Vicky absolutely, absolutely 1,000% thinks, how dare these friends not support me because I'm quote-unquote apologizing and I am ready to move on. Teresa says to Melissa and will say to Jacqueline, I'm assuming in next week's episode, um, and sort of did a little bit just by, you know calling her on Christmas Eve or no New Year's Eve, whatever the fuck it was. Um, I am interested in apologizing and moving on. So I'm going to give you this little like um, leaf. What is it? Oh my god, so drunk! I'm gonna give you like this little step forward, and we're oh, like an
1: going... olive branch. Thank you. No, oh, I was <laughs> thinking to like a
0: tea. <laughs> for a second leave. I'm gonna give you this olive branch, and so we are now in agreement. Since I'm telling you that I'm sorry for whatever, but I'm not gonna be specific about it, and then we're gonna move on, and that's it. Like they don't see any other side than their own, and because they can only live as themselves, and because they've gotten used to. And been rewarded for yeah. being super selfish, both of them, for playing the part of, like, themselves. Why would they ever think to consider someone else's you side what, to it? You know what's
1: so fascinating? I mean, I don't think this is a surprise to anyone. But, like, you know, my um, my day job, I work all, like, closely with reality television people who aren't on Bravo. But I know that, like, there's people who, like, whisper in... Vicky and Teresa's ears before they go to parties or when they're getting their hair and makeup done, like when they don't want to do things that later, like you're the star. We need you to show up. Like, Oh yeah. We need you to forgive Shannon. Like we need you to have a sit down with Shannon and and Tamara. Like I know that someone's like, Vicky, you are the backbone of this franchise. And like, I don't doubt that I, I just, I don't, I don't doubt that like quote, they quote unquote need them for the show. But I also think that like the show would go on without people. You can find other, there are lots of crazy, flawed, funny, and like, I mean, you know, lots of people who could be on reality TV, but I think that it's like, that's what's like, I can imagine someone like hyping Teresa up to be like, you need to do this. Like you're the star and she like lives in a world because they're, they're rewarded for their bad behavior. So right. they're like, they hype them up and are just like, you're great. Yeah. And right. they're
0: also surrounded by yes people. Who's yes. So I mean, text, like, yes. That's I mean, essentially I think that's what I'm what trying it is. to is. say. in i more conci- I, I think it's that they might be fucking around and being terrible people and they are surrounded by yes people who are like, yeah, do that. Do that. Yeah, they're being rewarded that. for it. Right. A hundred like, oh, This is great. This is great. Yeah. This is great. I don't think they're being led down a bad path. I think they are choosing to walk down it and they're just surrounded by people that are like, I mean,
1: I want to to say that they're like, I I, I just say, like, reality TV is really the death of, like, the society. I mean, they are not being led down a bad path, but, like, you know, fame and money do weird things to people. And I think, like, you just, you know, this. lots of people think that they're, like, above these sort of, like, the process, this process of, like, being documented and then they get thrown in it and then they get money and rewarded for yeah. the things they're doing and then they become despicable people it's like why i feel like everyone says like don't sign up for reality tv because even if you're the smartest brightest person you will get played and if you watch unreal on lifetime oh my god it's mean, so good it's a really tweet, it's a great example of it. like watching so really good. smart i mean quote i mean these are characters or scripted yeah. but like you know smart people get played into this like reality show and i feel like it's not that far off from the truth, which is to say, like, some of these people just want to be famous, some of them don't, but get tricked into the show because they're involved with someone or they're related to someone, and then, like, the they keep getting rewarded, they keep getting club bookings, and they get their sponsors, and they get great hair extensions and clothes and makeup, and they just keep coming and back and coming back, and it's like, I mean, Teresa's, I think she's more despicable than, than Vicky, because I think that Vicky has a conscience, I think that Vicky is incredibly sad, and emotionally crippled. I think that Teresa is just like 100% unaware of everything and just like thinks like for the family, for the family, for the family.
0: I think that there are moments so I don't know. I feel sort of, I felt sympathy for Teresa watching her sort of come back to the world after being away at camp as she calls it. Mm-hmm, for, shut I up. know. Um, but I feel like that's her Italian things. Remember mm-hmm. like in this past season she got super pissed at Melissa for saying jail instead of saying like away. I Italian people love is. to
1: like make up weird lies about truth.
0: Because they're in denial. Yeah,
1: like I have you know, I'm Italian American so I can speak. As to am I I'm a
0: pizza bagel. Oh yeah okay, I always forget
1: yeah, that you're because 'cause you're Jewish I'm
0: Italian. The loudest part you're,
1: of both. You're you're an Italian Jew. Um, Shalom, or a, or a Jewish Italo. Um Yeah, I always think it's interesting that like Italian people will say something like, "I'm trying to think of an example. I had one, and then oh, like, like I didn't know that." Yeah, like, I have um, cousins that are, like, my aunts from her first marriage. And, like, until I was 16, I just never knew they weren't my uncle's biological children. And I was like, why <laughs> is that, like, why well, I was that a weird secret? Like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing bad. Like, That's everyone's, so random. everyone's 100% aware of that except, like, the young, like, the kid. It was, like, never. You just
0: don't talk about it.
1: was just, like, an, it was, like, a, you know, was something we never spoke about. And I remember finding out and being, like. Why didn't anyone ever tell me that? It? It's such a weird <laughs> thing to like not know. Oh
0: my god! Um,
1: but yeah, I just feel like Italian people always have these like strange little things that are like. So, fam, if you're listening, <laughs> blood or not, you're still family to me.
0: Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I felt I felt connected to Teresa in a lot of moments. I mean, the think the stuff with Gia was really kind of interesting. Um, Joe, essentially... can you remind
1: me? Of it? I think I was like, I had come home from so... brunch, I was a little drunk, and I. <laughs>
0: So Gia was doing her whole eye roll, I'm too cool for people, um, I need to go away on New Year's Eve. Oh, shit. yes. And then Joe was like, whatever, blah, 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 sassy comment. And then he got super pissed in a way that my dad 100% has gone. And I see my dad's mean, ugly Italian temper where you go from like zero to a thousand in zero seconds. He got really pissed. Teresa got extremely upset. Like you could see it in her eyes because she didn't want her daughter to be upset, which, um, what's the new woman's name? I was going to call her Dorinda. Dorothy? Oh, Dolores. Dolores. Um, so, which Dolores was explaining in a confessional that, like, what's upsetting to Teresa, anything can be happening. The IRS can be upset to her, at her, but, uh, with her, rather, but what Teresa's really upset by is when any of her children are, don't know if
1: I believe unhappy. that.
0: I actually do believe it, because the look on her face when her husband was calling her daughter, like, a fathead or whatever, she looked... Genuinely upset, and I think it's because she just came back from prison. She's probably exhausted. Because can you imagine the stress that your body is in 24-7 while you're in the clink? She just got back. She's exhausted. She's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. She's surrounded by cameras. She wants to be with her child, but she just honestly, she's such a people pleaser specific only to her children. She just wants them to be happy. She doesn't want to teach them a lesson about how to be a good person. She just wants them to smile. And then Gia's like, I need a break. And it's probably slightly annoyed at her father, who's probably been a dick to her this entire year, Gia's had to grow 15 years, she goes to New Year's, she comes back in the nick of time or whatever, like right after the, the bells ring or whatever the fuck, and then the ball is dropped, and then Joe is obviously emotional to see his daughter again, and then Gia breaks down because she's realizing like this is it, a couple days left, and then daddy goes away. I
1: think that... I agree that the tensions between Gia and Joe are like, there's a lot of love there, but it's also like
0: Exhaustion. anger right. about
1: him leaving, anger sure. about the situation with Teresa. Anger and about
0: the, the role she's now forced into. In the
1: family and like all this tension that's probably built up with him because she was a mother for the last, however, eight. eight well, how long was Teresa away? A year? One, uh, 11 months. You know, the, and then
0: Joe, three and a half years.
1: So I think that there is a lot of like tension built up between them. And I, I felt for Gia in that situation I, I want to believe that Teresa is like a really like I a people ple- like as you said a people pleaser when it comes to her daughters. children. Yeah, but I don't.
0: You don't think so? No, I think I, it's so clear with her daughters. I
1: honestly think the that love she, is so I, there. I, think I don't think that she. I don't think that she doesn't love her her children. Got it. I think that she is, but I don't think she's a people pleaser when it comes. Maybe I do think she's a people pleaser, but I don't think that makes her a good or particularly maternal mother i think that she is incredibly selfish so she says yes to a lot of things that her children do and i think that gia thing is really hard for everybody because she's borderline an adult and basically because Teresa was a late she's wait, like
0: 14 or whatever or yeah 15. 14 or 15 yeah so
1: like because of the last 11 months she's grown, grown up. up and i think that's hard for Teresa and joe to see because they say yes i mean i think that gabriella's presence on the show speaks to the way her personality and like she probably shies away from that stuff, but like Melania and Adriana do whatever they want because Teresa says yes, because right. Teresa just wants to be, maintain her level of fabulous, her fabulosity, her celebrity, her wealth, and I think she says yes. So, like, to me, that doesn't make a great mother because I think, like, I understood, like, totally understood that she wanted to go away, and I totally understood that, like, she's had it with her family and needed that break. But, like, I understand Joe's side, which is, like, when I was a kid, we weren't allowed to leave on New Year's. So, like, I don't know. Teresa, like, having compassion for Gia didn't speak to, like, to me that that was being her being a good parent or being a compassionate mother. It's, it meant, like, she wanted to be, like, good cop and be, like, like, the cool mom to, like, relate to Gia because she felt guilty and she was being filmed.
0: The hardest part about being a parent, I say this as a non-parent, <laughs> is saying no to your child. And that's what is the most difficult thing that will raise a productive child. And I have seen those spoiled kids whose parents are multi, multi multi-millionaires. Like, like... Families that, mm-hmm. whatever, tens and tens, if not more, of millions of dollars. And what is so upsetting to watch when you see so many of those family dynamics is the parents are not interested or invested enough to say no to their kids and teach their children lessons. Right. So those kids, whether or not they have real money or fake, and the Judy, 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 Jay yes. Judy Judite family is 100% fake. They are not being told no, and they're not teaching them lessons so they're growing up to be future Teresa and Joes. But without the fake wealth that they remember from at least the early or middle part of their childhood. I mean, Teresa's saying at one point in the interview when she's like taking her Christmas Eve photos, which I do not begrudge her for to get paid money for them, like get it where you can. But for her to say with like a new Lexus in the driveway, I need to start saving for my children's education. And it's like, bitch. When? When? First off, When? Second off, where did all this fake money go? Third, you're in a, a house that maybe it won't ever sell, but is worth, I don't know, three or four million dollars. You have how many daughters? Four? Eleven? Whatever. Four kids? How three daughters,
1: three? and then that girl, Gabriella, who lives with them. <laughs>
0: We're going to find out was adopted. Um, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, why aren't you... Why aren't you investing in your kids' futures if you're not going to teach them how to behave? At least give them the opportunity to leave the state. I mean, Jesus, it just, that was actually kind of upsetting for me. Because I was like, how much did that car cost? Like, I'm sure you didn't pay for it in cash. I'm sure it's a lease. But, like, how much is that shit a month? Why are you putting that into, like, a college education? I don't know. It's probably on
1: loan because it was so, like product place like they probably got I it I don't
0: think Lexus gives I mean I guess a a fuck. Lexus, yeah. I'm sure it was yet another shitty decision that they made with their money to pacify the mother who's coming back to pay the price for crimes that really her husband did that she was aware of in some some capacity I mean I thought it was really depressing and on the flip side then you have like Joe gorga and Melissa who are playing who are struggling in their own I
1: fear if, like I like them I think that there's like a softness and um there's like Melissa like I think Teresa's is really hard for me to like it's hard for me to like wrap my head around yeah, her Yeah
0: 100%, 100%. But like I I obviously
1: 100%. like Melissa more. I think she's charismatic, yeah, charming, I'm into her whatever. 000%. But I also like worry a little bit about her marriage? No, not her marriage per se, but like what her priorities are and values. Like I don't know, I just feel like I just feel like There's, like, a weird sadness to a lot of, like, the Jersey women or like the Teresa Melissa thing is sad to me like, I just feel like Melissa really like clawed her way under the show because she also just like seeks fame and
0: hundred wealth
1: in a way that is like sad and gross and I worry about that I love Antonia so much and I worry about her
0: <laughs> oh no yeah I really do <laughs> do you think the boutique so allegedly mm. the boutique was just like a plot thing like she was like I'm gonna start this so I have something to do on the show do you think that's real do you think she wanted to do it I mean she seems really earnest in the whole like I want my kids to be proud of me which I thought was really sweet and then when Joe is like,
1: I, he's also like, what, what is his deal? Doing? I forget about that that he does that sometimes. I, I actually all the time. I always I, like. I always is the I thing know, that I forget about. We're so about.
0: used to being on his side because when it became the battle of the Joes he and seems Joe like versus the better sister, one, yeah. he was hundred percent. Yes, that's a really interesting
1: choice. point. But I think that I'm like, what are you trying to like? Like, first of all, though, was it? It wasn't this week. It was two weeks ago when he was like showering and it was on camera and i was like stop i know he was like, talking
0: about his like dinosaur whatever the fuck it is it's his, like not monster. impressive for no sure. it's not he's too short. um Sorry. for sure
1: it's not impressive <laughs> and he also like over compensates in the way that he, overcompensates in the way that he talks to his wife about like her business or like needing her to put out or needing her to like be have dinner on the table it's like you don't look like more of a man because of these things and i and I know you know what you look like on TV at this point because it's not your yeah, first season. Yeah, he is
0: very aware. So
1: I don't know, like, do are you... Pr- I also... I feel pretty comfortable saying this on the record that I think that Teresa and, and Joe Gorga's father is terrible and that's why they're terrible. But I think that, like, we haven't the- seen
0: father is terrible.
1: Yeah. I mean, have someone raise them to be terrible people?
0: I think what happened was their parents were immigrants and were of the feeling that I'm going to work my very, very best to give kids every luxury that I didn't have. They came to America. They, like, slaved away. They, Their daughter was their princess. The son was the apple of their eye. And what happened was, again, it might be a generational thing of, like, we're not going to tell our kids no, or we're going to be strict, but in very, very specific ways they raise these kids where Joe is almost militantly masculine mm-hmm. and says that he doesn't want Melissa to be a part-time wife, which is so absurd, I can't even tell you. And when he says those things during the last couple of episodes, I'm like, I don't believe that he means it, but I guess he does. But I just, I don't know, because I have a, like, a, a liking to him and... Um, a respect for how he's handled other yeah, situations. I mean, I'm usually on his side, and I was like, "Oh, this is gross to me." And then Teresa's a genuine Italian princess who thinks that things should be handed to her on a platter because that's how she was raised. And Joe thinks that a wife should be subservient and submissive because that's how he was raised. I mean, and that's what happens, and then it breeds over generations. At a
1: certain point, like you can't blame your parents. Like I'm not into that I, the idea. No, they still and a, human. A, you're adults. an adult. You're an adult, and at a certain point, like your parents aren't responsible for how you are. But, I do, I think that you learn that behavior, like, that Teresa's daughters, aside from Gabriella, and I don't think Gia, I think Gabriella and Gia are, like, achievers, they go to school, they don't want this, they see their parents for who they are, but I think those youngest two, unless they, like, something gets knocked into them, are gonna be little fucking Teresas, and they're gonna be garbage people, and that's sad, because... But it's like that's that's what Teresa's raising, and if you, and you know I don't know why the older two like were able to like wake up, but those younger two are not. Well, showing is signs it just it.
0: life, is it that they are aware enough because they're a couple years older that you know mom is going to prison? I mean that was one of the things that Teresa at first, or for a long time, didn't tell Adriana. She was like, "I'm going to work on a book or something." She or told that to
1: Melania, and or Melania doesn't know where she went, or they they said. Gia in the um, welcome, what is it called? Welcome back, uh, Connor. Yeah, what was yeah, it yeah. called? It was like um, Teresa checks in, right? So Gia said in the interview that Teresa and Joe told Gabriella, Melania, and Adriana that she was like going to work to like right. write a book, which is so sick. And that is
0: actually really fucked and up. And
1: Gia said that Gabriella was old enough. Like she's like she's like she said that kids are smart. This is what Gia said, the fourteen year old at the time. She said kids are smart, and she was like, you know, Gabriella is like, old enough to, like, get Understand. it. Right. She was like, but, like, the young other two, like, you know. I mean, I mean Adriana's like, very little still.
0: People, babies come out of the womb with, like, an iPhone 6, so they these kids are going to know through their friends. If I mean, also, gonna like, happen.
1: they're, like, the same intelligence as Teresa. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sort of being serious. Like, no, I, I think know. we don't give children enough credit, and I think that, like, I mean, I think, just like, every time I look at Gabriella's eyes, I just feel like she's always, like, the, joke, like the reality show is like it's the Truman show and she got put in that house.
0: Oh my God, 100%. <laughs>
1: she just, I mean, I, you know, guys, if you follow me on Vine at Damien Bellino, like <laughs> the, the, the image of Gabriella's, like when Teresa says you want to go to school and Gabriella's face is just like, yes, I want to go to school. And the other two are like, yeah, we didn't have to go to school. And it's like, she can't, She just like you know she's sad. I feel sad for Gabrielle. I could cry. Do
0: you feel sad, or do you feel like thank God someone understands it and she's going to grow up and not make the same mistakes that her siblings might make that her parents certainly did? Yeah, I think self awareness is a good thing. No, I think self awareness is a good thing. I I, think even if she's in pain now and it sucks and she's stuck there for another however many years, she's going to come out of it and probably be. a good person, maybe. Does anyone on
1: Etsy make a shirt with Gabrielle's face on it? Because I would buy it for, like, $30 or less.
0: Oh! Okay. Let's find Think out. Think about
1: that for me, for Hanukkah, Sarah.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm done. Um, you know what I was thinking, though, when we're talking about how, like, these are garbage people? You know who isn't a garbage person who's done seemingly... Dolores. No. I'm going <laughs> to take a little bit of a pivot. Yeah. Um, when we're talking about, like, hubs in jail, what's going to happen to the kids, are they going to be fractured forever... Look at the phenomenal superhero job that Phaedra Parks, Esquire, attorney at law, has done with Mr. President and um, Aiden. What's Aiden? Aiden's...
1: Uh, Mr. President and Prince, Prince... Oh, yeah, yeah. Prince, Prince Dylan and Pre- Mr. President is, is I think Aiden. I Prince forget. Prince
0: Aiden, Mr. President is Dylan. Like whatever. Because she understood the repercussions of Apollo going to jail. She was obviously extremely upset about that whole thing happening. She essentially got pregnant and married him and married a criminal who's a career criminal who continued to make the same bad mistakes and was just like super below her honestly yeah you're giving me side eye. no
1: just okay no i want you to finish your thought
0: and i just feel like she has been so connected to the well-being of her children and she says over and over again she wants to raise strong black men when they did that whole like yes, trip i love to that you I loved it, and I just feel like she's such an intelligent, smart woman, and her kids are so fortunate to have such a strong parent in Phaedra, and also the support of her mother. I don't know why that comes to me, but it does, just in the sense that, like, there is hope that if you are on a a reality TV show, and shit goes down, and the law gets involved, you can still make some sort of normal life out of it for your kids. I think those kids are better off... Oh, God, this is terrible, but I'm going to be super honest. I think those kids are better off with their father not in the picture in the sense that he is in. Because if he was doing criminal activity over and over again... I mean, he
1: was had, a, he was, a, it was, like white-collar crime. I'm not trying to, like... There lie. is
0: no excuse for going to jail for 100 years, coming back, having two kids, and putting your family in that situation where you know that you are not going to be around to parent your children. I, you have a responsibility. I honestly have a lot of, issue. a lot of, of a issues with Phaedra and Holly's
1: relationship, though. I think I think
0: it's always been uneven.
1: I think that Uh-oh. I mean I really I think like I agree that I thought think that she is hyper aware of what it's like to raise and I don't know what her family situation is like. I don't know what the deal is with her father and if she has siblings. Her, she, has, she has siblings. I don't know her dad. I've never been
0: on camera. Her dad is a pastor or whatever. But her parents As are not together. Her mom, yeah, her mom is a pastor. And then her mom moved in to like help support with her the son, kids. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I And I die for her mom. I, I think love she's
1: her mom. hyper aware of what it's like to raise um her sons and her in her black sons without a father. I think that she, like I was really into that episode where they went to DC and I was like into her inviting Shuri and Kim who like have sons. I was really into all of that. I just, I take a little issue with like the way it's all presented on television. I think that Phaedra married Apollo because, and he was a criminal, as you said, he was a life as quote unquote, your words, like a lifelong criminal. She married him because he was attractive. She wanted to have children and she wanted to do that soon she had, the, she had two children with him and I think that they were on a reality show together and they were supposed to be living a fabulous life because she was a lawyer who then was getting her a mortician license and she, if she is as smart as she says she is, then I don't know how she was not a hun- like, at all aware of their financial situation. And he says, and I don't know her, so I will just take everything that they say on camera for face value, and he says like, Come on, you knew and she just like, is like, oh my god, no, I didn't. Well, a little bit of me thinks that you did and that you liked the way your life looked on television because it made you look richer and fam- and richer and more fabulous than you are. And then he got caught, and I think that she famed you know, she played that she was she she acted like she didn't know and now she's doing a great job of looking like a strong woman who's raising her children without a man, but I think that she knew what she signed up for, and I think that she was really playing along with it. And it makes me sad because I think that like it's annoying to me because I think he gets not that I don't I don't know anything about Apollo, I just think that she used him to like have attractive children and I think she played along with it until they got caught.
0: I think she made a terrible, terrible investment in having sex with him, getting pregnant, getting married while she was pregnant, which led to the whole, how many months are you pregnant? Oh I don't know, math is hard and has a thousand degrees and had another child with him, which was a choice to have and then those kids realized are so
1: fucking cute. Those kids
0: are so cute, so special. Aiden is a fucking genius, and I am convinced he will be both a prince and a president. <laughs> you know, it's like the William just, and Mary of Atlanta. It makes me sad, and it makes me really sad. But I do think she's making the best of a bad situation. Which that is, I think that Apollo showed his true colors before he went to prison in physically threatening her on camera and in being a total dick about his wife putting I mean it's, it's it's probably on my mind cuz I've been working my way through Atlanta again so I'm on season 7 just like watching it again and a lot of it makes me super uncomfortable the yeah. way that he behaves around her he is not a good person I'm sorry I'm sure he's broken, but he's also a, a creep and disgusting. And I think it's better for the kids that he's locked up with Joe, G-O-D-J, and whatever state they're yeah, in. I don't I don't, I don't love it, but I... I, don't, I, I mean, I don't, it don't mean.
1: agree with that. I think that Phaedra is, um, I think that... It's,
0: it's somewhat complicit. And I
1: think that she's also... Pl- I think she's also like allowing Playing her... Uh, Playing She's 100% acting it, leaning into the role that she's getting put into, and she's letting her, as, as of now still, I think her husband, get painted a specific way. And I... Don't condone violence, but I also can imagine what it's like to be painted as a person who's incapable of being a father and a, like a husband, and being 100 percent being painted as the villain, and know that you're on camera and react and be and have a reaction to it. And I remember that scene and being like, "This is real."
0: When but I are like in the garage, yeah,
1: I knew it I felt real, but I also felt like she was being like, mm-hmm, and she was playing, she was still playing the character of Phaedra, and I—oh my
0: god, no, I thought she was terrified.
1: I think that she, like, I think that she, the way she probably processes emotions is not dissimilar to the way that she yes. does it on the show. Yes, but I think that she, like, I want to just, like, the real, if I feel like if the cameras weren't on there, I think that I would have hoped that she would have reacted to and would have been like, but, like, the cameras are on. Like, he knows that he's coming across this way, and he's her husband, and he's the father of her children. And I don't think that... You're married to somebody and and don't know how your mortgage payments are getting made and how you have the things you have and then how that person is 100 percent responsible and a despicable person and goes to prison and doesn't have a relationship with their kids. Like I don't think that that's I think that she knew what was happening and now she is playing it off because she's an attorney and she wants to look good on television and and keep the things that they have. And to keep raising their kids. But you know, hopefully she's doing a good job with her sons.
0: Guys, nobody get married. Okay? <laughs> Don't <laughs> anyone nobody get married. Stop dating. Um, stop looking for love. Look for shoes and um, children are accessories. A couple okay? well, a couple
1: more things about um, real quick, it's about jersey before yeah, we it. move on to the OC, because I feel like we haven't talked much about the OC. Um,
0: oh, I've, I have things to fucking say about the OC. So Let me for, tell you. What do you
1: think of Dolores? I, I think it, I, first of all, I want more Siggy Flicker. She's barely been on.
0: Was she on this episode? I don't think just Not, like a, a cut they did a two. flashback yeah. of her drinking that drink, and looking the like a or But, no. it was.
1: <laughs> um, but um, I thought I think that the, I don't what I don't like. I'm into Dolores have sort of like as Daniel Staub would have said, being an extra since season one. Like I'm into her being part of the canon of Housewives, and like have, yeah. been, having been at parties and having a line here and there. But I'm not into, like, the forced, like, her and Teresa being, getting their nails done and her, and, like, and Teresa's like, oh, today's your birthday. It's like, oh, cool, you guys are supposed to be good friends. And then, <laughs> and then her being, and Teresa being like, well, we have to do something. And, um, Dolores being like, these it's are the amazing. people I'm going to invite. Oh, and I, yeah. And I wanted to be like, well, I just, I'm not, I feel like there's a, and then she was at, was it New Year's? And she's the one who's in the confessional talking about Teresa, like, is a, you know, wants the world to be perfect for her daughters right, or whatever. Right, right. And I was like, I don't think you're that close to Teresa. And I'm actually 100% okay if that you're like a friend, uh, like a casual friend of Jacqueline and Teresa's. But the weird way that like they're sort of like playing it, like they have like a 15, however long year friendship is like weird to me. Like, why not just make Kim D a housewife if they're trying to find somebody who has... Actual no. like connectivity D
0: would be burned alive because they needed someone. Work. I think they genuinely just needed someone that was stable and that was a human. Mm-hmm. And Dolores is filling that role. Yeah. And I actually think that the casting they did this season so far I know we're super early on, but I'm really, really, really into it. I think it was really smart. I think that Dolores is not gonna add a lot of drama. And thank god she's not gonna get again, dark,
1: because she's at least part of the Teresa's because family.
0: Teresa has such an aversion to Kathy and those and her um, cousins, cousins and is so suspicious of them in the way that she still sort of is about Melissa and a hundred percent is about Jacqueline and we needed to have a body in the picture that Teresa is not defensive about speaking to okay. and Dolores if Dolores has one job on that show it's to give Teresa the opportunity to speak and not constantly be strategizing what she suspects will be like a five okay, I like from that point, fight. Sarah. I was into it. I was one hundred percent into it. Can
1: I use this as a pivot then to speak to Kelly Dodd? Is that her last name? That's she. Fucking she is she, So so, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so she sorry. is basically. I started
0: screaming at the camera when so I. saw... So she is
1: basically the opposite in temperament, but she's the same tool as Dolores. She is basically the person to allow Vicky to still be connected to the group. She's the person who's giving this the housewife that's been ostracized... Like, the, like she's she's the person who's pulling Vicky back in because she's like, is my friend. Like, they're not.
0: Guys, just wanted to let you know I'm getting into, like, a fight position. <laughs> oh, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> defending hey, Kelly Dodd. Here's the thing. I... Agree with a portion of that in the sense that this is a new person that Vicky can talk to that can play the yeah, part. Of the yeah, send. that's all I'm saying. The only difference, though, with Kelly is that Dolores is like a human person and has the capacity to listen. And I think Kelly is actually insane. I think oh, she's yeah. unhinged. I
1: think that she's, she's completely unhinged, crazy. Which is the She
0: wants to be famous so badly, you can see it seeping through her pores, as does the rest of her oh, completely strange family. Her brother gives me the creeps. I'm afraid her, now he's gonna bite my nose since we found out that's his like favorite thing to chomp on. And her
1: mom like giving I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but it felt like she was giving the um, the granddaughter like fake capital like. Was like, she doing that
0: to fuck with her granddaughter? Or did I she think not she was doing it to be
1: funny on TV.
0: Um, don't need that. That's what her bangs are for. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I,
1: I like it better when I think she looks like Jill Zarin with a blonde wig yes, 100%. on. Yes, hundred percent. Like Jill Zarin and Dorinda had a baby and she's the <laughs> with, mom. Like
0: the drunk lipstick that she was drawing on her face after visiting yeah, one of her thirty. I mean, I think they
1: did. They found the best person they could have to make this. Yeah, because of a
0: segue from being about Brooks, Brooks, Brooks to being about Kelly fighting back about Brooks. I mean, I...
1: Is Brooks going to make an appearance this season? No, never
0: again. 100% never again. They still keep in touch, Vicky and Brooks, but allegedly that's only because of the Vicky's Vodka thing and then I think Vicky said something Or Vicky if you're Vicky, listening like, can we get a it.
1: bottle of vodka if you have it in your basement because like and Jacqueline also I would love to be the black water safe. it's in
0: a deposition I place. would just
1: like both of you guys to send me your discontinued li- uh, liquids
0: um into it so couple questions Kelly's home is Dylan's candy bar I wrote that to myself
1: yeah. Kelly's I home is, it. Oh, it's it like, but it's like it's crazy
0: it's crazy which I was initially into and then I was like okay this is a facade as is Kelly Dodd and it's very it's like, facade
1: in what way like you it, don't think the money not, is real
0: Mm, not even about the money and I looked up her husband's money by the way and he got like one and like 1.4 million from like selling out of his um, from cashing out of his job which is fine and that includes like stock but that's not a lot of money so I don't know how they're surviving because he has retired and she's obviously not doing anything um I just think it's kind of like phony like her 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 home is one of those homes where like oh this is quirky like quirky in quotes like it's quirky and fun and that also genuinely might be because I genuinely despise her and she's you were into her in the beginning oh I'm into I'm into
1: your I'm I'm watching Sarah unravel reading notes (laughs) off her phone
0: I took notes guys and One of my major (laughs) notes was, I hate Kelly, I hate her family. I also said, why is Kelly allowed to have an opinion about Vicky but not Shannon? Why is Kelly allowed to have an opinion about a situation she was not a part of but will not permit Shannon to have an opinion about a situation that she was a major character in? Um, Megan sees through Vicky's fake friendship with Kelly. So Kelly's response is to make fun of Megan, who she has allegedly no longer and considers a real friend, which who, may not be real. What does
1: she make fun of Megan for? I forget. Remind me. She
0: said that she's a millennial and like, that's what happens oh, right. when it's like, sweetie, like, I guess you're 40, but you're really 12. And also, I hope not real. I hope that this is like some sort of fever dream that happens when you drink skinny girl for seven weeks straight or whatever we were doing. I mean, like, it's not, it's not great. I think she's terrible. And the scenes from next week, which we're actually, talk about timing, looking at right now. I mean, next week's street, episode is
1: going to be, the, it's, it's going to be, be, Berkshires of OC. It gonna be the Berkshires of OC. It's
0: going to be the Berkshires of OC. It's going to be their, what's that, like bingo game that they play? Bunko. It's going to be their Bunko. Remember that Bunko party where Slate came in looking like a douche and they screamed at each other and Gretchen couldn't sing? I mean, like, that's what's going to happen. It's just, I'm really upset about Kelly um taking power and control of a situation in which she wasn't a participant i thought that megan was completely right to be like megan wasn't saying like megan wasn't even judging her she was just kind of giving her advice as a friend and then kelly's like let me go on attack mode as a result and then i I just i I dislike her she makes my skin crawl and shannon Bador, the queen the love of my life has been through so much and she has made some unfortunate choices Her decision to talk to Tamara at the Mexican restaurant where neither of them ate Mexican food and instead had plain grilled chicken with no fun on top. That was so stupid. That was so sad. Um, But completely real. Um, Her decision to say the only reason that Brianna is coming back is because...
1: Vicky offered her a house.
0: Vicky was essentially like blackmailing her into coming back, which was not nice. Mean, a little cruel, but also not totally unrealistic because there was that moment. I think that last maybe season that or this season felt. Of, what?
1: I think that maybe that felt like there's something. There's truth to that, but it was like off-camera stuff that, like, to me, that felt like a real friend knew something that, like to Vicky was like, I need to get her back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if, to me, there felt like there was a real thing there that felt mean, but also, like, true.
0: It felt like a little bit of a bitter Betty moment. And I, I understood her saying, like, Vicky is not, um, would never, there's no, like, stooping too low. Like, Vicky will go there. And she did that, like, last season or the season before where she surprised Brianna with a car and then screamed at her mm-hmm. about talking about Brooks on camera. Mm-hmm. And the feeling that I got watching that was, like, she bought her the car to distract her the car ride during filming so they could talk about the car and hopefully about nothing else and Brianna wasn't playing that game like that's sort of the sense that I get from this but also Brianna's really sick and I'm not going to talk about the schedule of when she moved to the OC cuz I don't know it and allegedly she genuinely didn't have doctor's orders to fly allegedly they took turns driving and cuz I've read all the blogs or whatever and Brianna like took turns driving, gets really car sick, needed someone to take care of the kids, but needed to physically get to OC for medical help. And so, you know, she she and her mother drew for, uh, drove from Oklahoma to OC. Like, I'm not going to judge those decisions because it's it feels really inappropriate to you and it feels really cruel because someone's in pain. I mean, that's a lesson we learned with Jules in New York and it's a lesson that we're learning with Brianna and OC. And I did think that was a bad move on Shannon's part to talk about on camera because it came off really really poorly i was you less, think? yeah i really did i oh, thought it was a, i, I, I generally like i cringed and i watched it twice and i was like oh sweetie like that's a poor choice of words and she was inserting something that i didn't need think needed to be said because the viewers are smart enough that if they felt like something was suspect in the move they would talk about it they didn't need to be led down that specific path because there's so much going on in that situation and brianna is really, really ill, and I don't want there to be any assumption that she would do anything else. You have a lot more sympathy Brianna's,
1: for Brianna than you did for Jules.
0: Jules will never be Brianna. I'm sorry, Jules <laughs> No, I mean, Jules Brianna's the best person in all, all, all Housewives franchises. And also, as a, like, maybe in the world. <laughs> maybe also in the um, universe.
1: Can I ask you, I, I know we have to wrap up shortly. Just no, you, we don't. We're
0: talking can, forever. Can I
1: ask you, Um, like, uh, what Only I think? Seven questions. Two. Seven questions three, four questions. Yeah. About do the it. Oh, say. do it. One, what did you think of Shannon's email to Vicki inviting her to the just seven seventies, sixties. Here's how I think that email should
0: have gone instead of no subject or she, I think she emailed it <laughs> I and then no was going to like, yeah, I think she like emailed it and then was going to text it. I got really confused about the form of correspondence. And I think Shannon was too. I think it should have been because let's keep it real. They're on a reality show and it should have said like, Hey, having a party on Thursday, it's a costume party. Um, uh, you're welcome to join and that's it shouldn't have had any other background it came off as passive aggressive it definitely, it definitely... and she's giving she's giving Vicky too much power to be Anna. a victim yeah. and just don't play into it
1: because she, she said I mean when you lead I mean Vicky shows up obviously but she led it with, even though I've expressed like no yeah, interest in she, being your friend. It's like, come on. And I, I love Shannon, but right, like, don't do and that. I don't
0: begrudge her for it because I would be really upset if I was Shannon. She has every right to own her feelings, and obviously, like with like the family situation she's been in, like it's important to say how you feel, you know. Um, especially if your spouse has cheated on you, and it's and you're going through a lot of that on camera. Um, I think she has every right to own her feelings. I do think it was. It was unfortunate and passive-aggressive, and Tamara was right to be like, not a great idea.
1: Um, Okay, that was my one question. My second question is, um, you know, I've spoken in the past about how I'm least proficient in the OC. Uh, I know that, like, lying about cancer on television is, like, a pretty huge offense, but in the past, when Vicky has had her low moments, has she ever bounced back like geez. yes
0: several times. Okay. That's my biggest and like... she has had low moments and Tamara has had very, very low moments, especially with Gretchen, and they have bounced back. Their friendship has also had very mm-hmm. very very yes, low moments that. and they bounce back. Now according to the press that they've both done, there is no friendship to be had between Tamara and Vicky and between Vicky and Shannon as a result of whatever happens later the rest on of the, the season. season. So Tamra and but Vicky Shannon, are now,
1: and, no, Shannon and Vicky, no friendship.
0: No friendship, zero friendship. Um, Vicky has said that. And Tamra shitty, and and Vicky, no friendship, zero friendship. Oh,
1: Vicky's not friends with either of them.
0: No, and according to Tamra, and I actually do believe her in this instance, they will never be friends again because something happens where they just throw down too much. Okay, great.
1: This is my segue to my third question. Okay. Tamra is somebody who I fear is becoming one of those people who lives their life for reality television. And I know that you've said in the past, like, you feel like every season she reinvents herself. Cameron. And Yes. And that, like, you know, that she does it in a great way. I'm, like, not into it.
0: No, I was sassy when I said that. Oh.
1: I'm, like, not she... into, like, the bodybuilding thing. And, like, I feel like the most things I find most interesting about her are sort of, like, her issues with dealing with her son and his um, and his relationship and his child. Like, his, her grandchild or her relationship with her daughter that doesn't exist. And I feel like all of this stuff that she puts on, which is, like, the bodybuilding and the, and the baptism feels fake and i like i wonder how much how many more likes she has and maybe if she remains friends with the women and, and and has real friendships with them she's good but like to me something about Tamara is starting. is like, just starts to feel like she's just like existing to exist on this television show
0: that is how she has always been and i genuinely think that they absolutely need Vicky or Tamara to keep the OC happening i think that they one of them is intrinsic for a while to the plot of their specific franchise in a way that does not exist on any other franchise. Doesn't exist in New Jersey, even though Teresa is super important right now because he did such a shitty job of casting it last season. Doesn't exist now in New York because Bethany is no longer real. Doesn't exist in Atlanta because Nene has left us and is now Nene or Nene, depending on how much money she has in her tracking account. And in Beverly Hills, it was Lisa and Lisa's fading out. So I, I don't, I, I think that this is like, one of the franchises where it's extremely important that one or the two of them is there and Tamara is really good for TV and there have been moments where I have seized and hated her, hated her, hated her, hated her and then been moments where I circle back. So it's, it's, she's good at this but she might not be, you know, great forever. She might be I don't think she's fading away yet, but I could see that a couple of years down the road. But I think Vicky would be the first to leave.
1: Okay. And my last question, will you buy a Jimmy Edmonds candle?
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, has it been frozen in time?
1: Let's, let's, <laughs> let's burn one next week.
0: Can we? Yeah, let's let's 100% burn one next week um, with an effigy of Kelly Dodd. This scene's for next week. Where she says to Shannon Bedore, uh, no wonder, no wonder your husband cheated on you. I literally said, I'm not kidding. I shrieked that fucking bitch. I, have war- I warned people who hadn't seen the episode when it aired. And I was like, just wait for the scenes from next week. You're going to have a physical, visceral reaction. And I had the same exact conversation with at least two or three other housewife aficionados who were all like, who said verbatim that fucking bitch because that is so low and so nasty. It's as NeNe leaks would say it's so nasty and so rude and it was unnecessary and I'm done. I, it's too early for me to hate someone this much except to say I'm sure there's no there's going to be like a lower low because sh- talk about a super villain. Luckily for Brooks, he won't be in conversation much longer because that attention and hatred is going to shift for the viewers, I swear to God, from Brooks airs in his imaginary stage three to Kelly Dodd and her nightmare brain and lack of heart. I mean, it was so gross to me. It was actually gross and tragic. And Heather Dubrow, who we can talk about next week because I'm sure there'll be some sort of situation with a hundred Oh my God, I forgot Heather
1: Dubrow existed.
0: Exactly right. And that's just the remaining thought I have to say. I used to really like Heather and I cared about her. She's too guarded this season. She's too guarded and I have no connection to someone being upset about the size of one of several marble bars in a $30 million mansion. It's, there's nothing. She's losing it. And she's too focused on that. And if she wanted to talk more about Terry being a terrible father, I guess I'm into it, but But I need something else. Talk to him about it because. Right. Don't talk to your assistant who's paid to listen. And I,
1: I think I watched, watch what happens live. I don't remember who was the guest or if it was her. I don't remember. Jeff Lewis. She, somebody, somebody said like he's buying the house that he's there. He's paying for the house that they're building. And like, paying for the fucking things that she's, like... So, like, there's a payoff, and she knows what it is. So, like, there needs to be a conversation that you need to have with him, or you need to make compromises, but, like, you don't get to build your dream house with... Right, you need to make...
0: There need to be concessions. You either have...
1: I, she's she's incredibly boring this season, and I'm sad because I generally like her a lot.
0: Although her facial expression when the Antichrist, Kelly Dodd, says that whole shit uh, It's actually Shannon, good. I know I watched ...is it. really good because she's so shocked and horrified, and I was like, okay, great. So I need Heather to react to that and talk about that for at least six or eight more <laughs> episodes... Otherwise I'm going to lose my shit. And on that, that note, <laughs> what an exciting what an exciting week. That was actually a lot that we talked about. I, I, I like the little Atlanta dip. I was into it. Yeah,
1: that's weird Phaedra sadness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> guys hey Guys, right letters to Apollo this week buy Jimmy Edmonds' candle and send it to the Upper East Side, and I swear to God, if the scents are good enough, I'll just be able to sniff it out. (laughs) Until next week, should we cheers? Cheers. Yay, to Apollo Nida, never returning. Good night. Bye, guys. Good night.